I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, man. How are you? Oh, you know. I'm drinking a fucking vodka and like Mio out of a Starbucks cup. Uh, Wednesdays, am I right? Uh, well, all right. I mean, I'm drinking. I've switched it up as well. I've actually got a Truly um, coming out of the, I don't know, it's a variety pack I grabbed. You're more I, of a claw bra, no? I, you know, I didn't feel like the claw. And, you know, I will say, hold on, let me just confirm. Yeah, you know, I think, I feel, I, I, I think the truly might just hit a little bit better. It's, oh, I'm not sure. Is maybe, it slapping, as the sugar. kids say? Maybe it's less sugar. I, I don't know. Um, but this one I've got is Tropical Punch. Also on the back burner, we've got a fruit punch and a berry punch. So clearly this was a punch-flavored variety pack. Um, that, oh, it's punch pack. That, that Punch pack. There we go. That that the boy grabbed over at the local Big Wheezy. Um, great, by the way. Very packed, actually, this afternoon. I, the Big Y? I yeah, miss Big packed. Y. That was one of my, fav, uh, my favorite places to go grocery shopping. Oh, I love it. We don't have them up here. We don't have those. We don't have Stop and Shop. None of the none of the good ones. Um, okay, you know, I've got to get into this, Kev, actually, before we even touch on golf, because we started talking about Big Y. I was about to say, like, you know, they've got great seafood there, they'll do fresh butchery. Um last week, um I celebrated a birthday. Um and congratulations. Thank you very Happy much. Big thirty big thirty-five. Um, and this the, this past Monday, Jack, uh obviously fan and friend of the pod, he celebrated a birthday as well. So we got together. Um, it was actually just me, Jack, and uh uh Mike Price, obviously realtor of the area. And mm-hmm. we went over to um uh Jay Tim's for for some wings we we are we will get to the rest of the yes we will we'll discuss it. so we went over to jay tim's just do a little birthday celebration for the boys have have some yeah. fire back some chicken and and have a good time wait did you say it was also price's birthday it was jack's birthday this monday this past monday oh price was just going with you guys but price i mean price is just there to have fun he's a friend okay okay i just didn't know if there was just like a trifecta was, of so birthdays going he on. also had a- he also had like carte blanche. I mean, his his wife was out of the state for the weekend with their child. He, I mean, what he had oh. no obligations. He went from party to party to party. You he were the actually, fourth group he met at J Tim's. Probably. He, well, what was funny as we were sitting there at one point, uh, I I forget what he ordered for his first drink, or maybe his first drink was a Corona, uh, or may, no, I think it was a second drink. But he said Corona, and the girl, uh, the bartender Lauren, um, was like, "What do you?" Uh, well, Corona, and he's like, yeah, to celebrate the holiday. And she like, she kind of forgot it was Cinco de Mayo. And she's like, oh yeah, 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 right, right. He's like, I've had six of these already. She's like, no, you haven't. Don't tell me that. <laughs> and I was like, all right, Lauren, don't you worry. We are all Ubering. Such a weird beer order for Jay Tibbs, though. I will, well, I will give sure. her that. But on Cinco de Mayo, I mean, she was making a shit ton. Every drink we saw her making was a different flavored margarita. Like it was just That's a different funny. color. Every rim was salted. It um, it's it's just like that's like probably the opposite restaurant I would go to for Cinco. I know you weren't going out for Cinco de Mayo. Nope. You were really going out for the birthdays. But like that's just the opposite place that I would want to go for, for Cinco de Mayo. I, I especially wouldn't be getting margaritas there. I don't for think. sure for sure going for wings. Just going for wings. Yeah. Um, but it went great. I mean, we started off with 
uh, like 20 or 30. Uh, Dirt uh, style? D- hot Thai chili. Uh, Sweet Thai chili. Yep. yep. And then yep. we did the dirt. Uh, Spoiler alert, I was at J. Tim's on Saturday, too. Yeah, so didn't, we could, I, we God didn't even let me know he was in the state. We'll get to that. So oh. then we went like dirt buffalo, and then we got dirt teriyaki as a dessert like a couple hours later. I mean, we were sitting there for a while. We were enjoying each other's time. But the bill finally came. Okay. And, no, I mean, no one cared. It was more of a, like, let's all throw down cards. We, me and Mike said, listen, Jack didn't have any beers. Why don't we just cover it? Um, or Jack, you throw down, sure, but we're gonna cover the tip. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, you look at the bill. We got charged for ranch, Kev. We, we there was there was a side, and so I I said I was like at this point we had we had crossed the line of like being friends. It was more of like Lauren, are you fucking kidding me? You charged yeah. just a dollar for ranch. She turned around, looked at us dead in the eye, and said, "Yeah, you know, if I forget to ring it in, I'll just forget to grab it." You know, okay. Then forget um, to grab it. I don't know what to tell you. That that's a you problem. I'll send you back. Um, it's fine. It's 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 fine. You know, um, I'll I'll send you back for that ranch. But we got on the topic, Kev. Um, I said, you know, I'm not that offended. It's it's a dollar, not a big deal. Whatever. Um, fucking rude. Um, but I've had worse. I've had worse. I said, and it was the story was appropriate because Mike Price being next to me was at, uh, he was a, a witness for this story that I'm about to tell. And I told the Lord, we were in Vegas about eight years ago. We we sit down at a restaurant. It was some side of like Margaritaville, some sort of like that sort of vibe. Like the back of our chairs yeah. had like thongs on them. Like it was something fucking weird. Yeah. Um, And... I asked for a side of ranch with my food and they brought my ranch out literally in like a, what is now um, everyone is familiar as like a guacamole dish. This thing was a fucking like chalice of just like a ton of ranch. Yes. And when my bill came, they charged me like $4 and 50 cents for it. That is ridiculous. Um, It was absolutely Uh, absurd. Granted it's Vegas, I suppose. Um, but it let's go back me, to J Tim's though. It just brought uh, me full circle. And I told the yeah. waitress about this and she was like, well, you know, whatever I, I forgot. And uh, okay. All right. So we moved on. We paid the bill. I don't think you've moved on. Cause we're still talking about it. A week I later. just thought it was a bit rude to charge me for ranch and so, then acknowledge after the fact, like, yeah, it it's actually free. Did you like, ask for I, ranch instead of blue cheese? No. So. She said, what do you guys want with the wings? Ranch, blue cheese? And one said blue cheese. And then she looked at me and she's like, ranch? And I nodded my head. So it was 100%. She put, she rang it in. Yeah. So she would just remember that that's what they needed. Because we got multiple uh, extra stacks of wings after that. It's not like she was charging us 25 cents for a thing of right you're not charging for dipping sauces if you're charging for dipping sauces that's what buffalo and wild wing does and i am ready to put them on the skewer and we're not even going to go down that road but what so it's interesting it because is, i also ordered ranch when i was at j tim's and, and i didn't charge. look at the yeah. so bill she, that closely to, i don't like think they charged me for that though i would have noticed that where this came full circle is someone at the bar said, you know where they give you a lot of ranch? 
is Texas Roadhouse, and that ranch is delicious. Let's, let's go, baby. Let's go. You be kidding me. You guys totally should have went to Texas Roadhouse instead of Jay Tim's that night. That would have been just so poetic. <laughs> I, you oh. know, Kev, it, it came it came so for full circle to me. Like, I was looking around thinking like I was getting punked. I was like, were yeah. you guys? And and the thing was, because Jack and Mike were both in the, the fantasy golf group chat about the ranch situation where our uh, Bacher would have he would have lost his lid. He, yeah. If that conversation happened when he was still in the league, he would have he would have lost it. But as this was going down, I was like, "You, are, you guys got to be punking me!" Like I went to the bathroom. You told her to bring this up. What? And no, it was completely organic. And holy shit! So I need That's to get awesome. to a Texas Roadhouse. I will. I will. Tell you what, I, buddy. Next time you I and feel I like get New together London for has golf, robbed me. I, I just feel like it was in a shit. It, it it still is in a very shitty location. It's between a fucking shoe shop and a clothing shack. It, it, it's all right. It, it doesn't it, matter what the surrounding businesses are. You just don't want to be in New London. Next time you and I play golf, we're gonna go somewhere near a Texas Roadhouse, and we're gonna chains. go go to Texas Roadhouse afterwards. You love you know me. I love chains. I I know. I know you love chains. You let your chain hang too. D- d- true that. Um. Wish I wish Did I had to say song. true that. Well, I was thinking of the, like, let your chain hang low. No, does same. It, I was I was thinking of the does same it thing. spin or does it? I don't remember what it. I, yeah, I forget what it is too. Um, is it twenty or four inches or does it let it hang? Yeah. <laughs> what a classic! Right. What a classic! We're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, moving. We're we're big on uh, chain restaurants, grocery stores. The last right, couple of weeks, we're just really big on food, apparently. But, um, sorry about that. Golf. Listen, we golf are recording podcasts. Wednesday, May uh, May tenth. We are one month in counting from Kevin's wedding day. So we have. I mean, the countdown is on. What we're gonna get to is golf. Everything related, some golf picks. We, I'm sure we both played golf, and uh, you know, who knows? Maybe Kev's got some updates on the wedding. But uh, listen, it's going to be a packed, packed episode. And by the way, before we even get to it, let me remind you that if you are continuing to miss greens because you think that that shitty rangefinder you have is working, it's not. Let me give you a prime example. I'm golfing with Dan St. George. Dan's actually a single-digit handicap. The kid fucking strikes the ball. He's over here ordering special batteries, like the batteries that are like the size of like half dollars. Oh, like, like people that but, still live in the Stone Age, you mean? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Fred and Ronnie Flint. Was it Fred and Ronnie Flintstone? It, Fred and way, Barney. Barney, Barney. Fred Flintstone it. and Barney. He's though. over here. He, 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 he's hitting his, his rangefinder on the side like it's, it's a, like an, an N64 Nintendo. cartridge. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like yeah. It, absolutely. Like he's going to make it work. And he's over there like, Brian, can you give me the number? Listen, there, Dan, you already know. And he already knows because everyone else in our group already has a pinned rangefinder. All you need to do. Hit the promo code in our show notes. Save yourself 10%. Get yourself the best rangefinder in the game that will never die on you. I swear to God, reach out if it dies on you after 20 rounds because it won't. This thing is the best rangefinder in the game. USB charging. It's It vibrates when you hit your target. I don't think I charged it once last year. I So I don't even know if I told this on the podcast. I lost mine. Um shame on me i knew where it was but like i left it somewhere anyways had the ace pinned ace as the backup i hadn't used it in a year 
I pulled it out, threw it in my bag, short-term notice, because I for, didn't realize that I left it at my buddy's house, uh, my other rangefinder, and it worked without an issue. The battery life on these things is so amazing. You're never going to need another one. Just hit the link, support pinned. It, I, I, you're not going to regret it. If you do, honestly, reach out because I'll, I'll, we will, you will bring on the podcast and I would love to hear your complaints because it's the I'd best love to hear. finder. I'd ever. love to hear about it. They have some brand new colors out too. I think oh my goodness. Colors out, oh, the lime green is calling my name, Kev. I thought I was flashy with the Carolina blue. Oh man. You're a flashy guy. You're like a bright mm. colors kind of guy. I'm more of a, a muted tones, dark colors kind of guy. You you like to get up. You like to get amongst it in the uh, in the color schemes. Someone called. They, they would call that loud, um, which I think might go with me overall. You're just a loud guy, um, yeah, in personality and volume. You name it. Um, but uh, and also, I do apologize that I didn't let you know I was in the state. It was uh, non. It was non golf matters. It was uh, it was it was strictly business for the kid. In, in the state you, you I, i'm gonna I be entering be... into the real estate arena brian i'm gonna be i think i'm gonna be selling my home if anybody out there is looking for a multifamily, get in i mike price might buy that up in a second let me tell you i i don't give a shit if you are out there fighting this well maybe not fighting but i would leave my family in a second to go meet you for lunch so you let me know next time but no no i know i wasn't really thinking about it i julia came down with me and it was it, we weren't really everything kind of happened all at once it was a it was a uh not like a, there was no plans it was just like we had we were doing what we had to do kind of thing um but i get it so, listen Tim, if you got an some, opportunity to go to jay Tim's, you're gonna do it I, I understand i understand sometimes you have to do what you have to do and um, I'm not sure if you saw this, but there was a qualifier for the um, either U.S. Open or PGA Championship, and this guy shoots a course record, and yeah. they're playing on aerated greens, and yeah. he he you know shoots a course record, goes and cheers on his buddies, and then one of his buddies is like, dude, listen, man, I, I had a tough time with these aerated greens, and this guy had an oh shit moment, and. He realized that uh, he he had to go talk to somebody immediately. That I mean, talk what about integrity. He, talk. he was what repairing like the the punch marks. He was from re- the aeration. He, he was repairing aer- aeration marks on the green. Yes. So, first of all, for a U.S. Open qualifier, why the fuck do you have the field playing on aerated greens? And what it, it must have been like if for the for the kid to not realize they were aerated, it must have been like right at the tail end of it right so like how do you i would think it it was relatively old yeah he was thinking that he was fixing like ball marks yeah and like if it's at that point yeah i mean that's like a tough judgment thing going back to what you said to begin with like how are you going to play a qualifier on a on a course like that yeah like how are you not playing on a place that's like pristine like come on now figure it out nope nope um that, that Do you know was, where that was, by the way? I did see that story. Do you know where that was played? I don't. Yeah, that's just crazy. Does like, do you think the course record stands? Like, does that no. also disqualify? It doesn't, right? Because no. like, it just like disqualifies his like his whole score. Rough sledding for that cat. But hey, he certainly. I mean, he can clearly shoot a good ball, so I'm sure he'll be around. A lot of integrity. Um, I respect that. I mean, listen. I mean, sometimes you get a bad beat. Um, Kev, you know about that. You had a bad beat last week in fantasy golf. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, dude. First of all, well, that's just I mean, that's just on me. That's not a bad beat. That's just me being a fucking idiot. I forgot to well, set my lineup. Yeah, well, that didn't help. So he forgot to start um, Victor Hovland, um, which you know, not uh, not really the guy you want to sit on a normal basis unless he's not playing. Uh, Honestly, it, it didn't even matter. Hovland played like shit, but the person that but, really fucked me was Adam Scott. Yeah, but. I, oh yeah, you had Adam Scott on the bench. Um, yeah, but still, both guys—they would have got you birdies. They would have got you FedEx Cup points. They would have got you money. You ended up losing by one and a half points, and you only had the third most birdies out of eleven other teams. I mean, it was—I had the third least birdies. You're third saying. least, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it was just. I mean, Kev, I, I think we're, we've been seeing it a lot this year. Um, the the winning team doesn't end up having the uh, the winning over or the guy with the winner doesn't actually have the winning team overall. And I'm wondering if that is total starters. I think that's what might go into it, because with having six people as opposed to five, that's been the only differentiator we really had. You're go if you have all six that make the cut, you're getting so many more birdies. You're going to get yeah. so many more FedEx Cup points money. Um, is this our first year with six starters? I believe so. Or maybe Got the it. first year we had That would six. make sense. Because you are right. Like I, It's probably happened half the time that somebody had the winner and they didn't. No, we've had week. four. We've had four so far where the winner hasn't won. Out of how many weeks? Eleven. So maybe what, a third of the time? Yeah. Okay. But still, that's like a significant chunk because it sure is. until but this hey, year, listen, it never yeah, happened. I mean, come on, man. You got your, your team sucked. Like, it... Terrible. Do better. Do better. And in this I'm week, still in third place on the league on the season. I know. I know. And this week, uh Jordan Spieth bailed on you. Yeah, that's tough to see. And that's a concern because I want to know how what the longevity of that injury is going to look like. Doesn't because, look good, Kev. I mean, yeah, for, for him to call it promising. week to week and not day to day. Um, also, what a weird way to put out an announcement, just like typing into I've seen like, that. Like it's, so that's it's just what like, people do now. They just type it into their iPhones and take a screenshot and send it like, to their publicist and be like, hey, is this good? Right. Like that's so weird. It's fucking celebrities or I don't know, athletes. I don't know. Fucking weirdos, man. I don't get it. I, I um you, what um oh you you went into fifth. You and Nelly are tied for fifth now, huh? So it's not good. It's not good. See, and and Nelly uh, so yeah, no, it's Nelly. Nelly's creeping up, and I he is I'm, creeping up. I've been noticing that. I'm a good seventy birdies ahead of him, and I'm and I mean I've been first all year with birdies are better. I'm a good seventy ahead of Nelly, but the thing is, I, I've only got one guy playing this week, and and it's a birdie fest. So Nelly's got a full squad. Um, that's certainly gonna take it take a dent into it. I I know I'm gonna pick up a couple guys, um, but uh, still, it's it's something I I need to monitor because when if I'm not getting wins, Rory is falling off a fucking cliff. If I, if I'm not getting my number one pick, thank God, awesome, sweet, way way to go, Brian. Fucking kill yourself. That's a joke. Don't even joke Don't about that. that. That's not funny. <laughs> um, no, but I'm over here and. I really need to compete. I've got one guy going. I can't lose. The birdies are better because the rest of my team is 
in that that middle that top like middle tier class you know say the the 12 to 20 top 20 guys i feel like i'm yeah deep there but uh kev i'm nervous very nervous very nervous i only got two guys going this week too i might have to do some some movement i don't know though like there's only like I, I guess I at this point in the season, I feel like some guys on my team have d- defined themselves as guys that are droppable, although one of them is a, somebody that is playing this week. So I don't know. I'll do some analysis this evening, um, do some spreadsheets and such, do something. Um, but yeah, I got boned last week. But Wyndham Clark, it's it's good to see him get a win. Like I, he he's been Dude, playing he, really I, fucking good golf. I picked this him year. the week before for one and done because yeah. I. He's playing so well, and go figure. He like needs a third of thirteen foot putt to make the cut, and then he plays out of his ass on the weekend, and then the next week he wins. Like, come on, bro! Like, I'm trying to make money, Wyndham. He's made like sixteen cuts in a row, I think it is, right? Maybe it's because he's a Wyndham, and I'm a Marriott guy. Wyndham is Marriott. Wyndham rewards. Yeah, I'm a Bonvoy kind of guy. Um, I'm a Bonvoy guy too. There it is, and I'm getting some reward points for Kevin's wedding, baby. What? Hell yeah. I know it's, it's actually funny you bring up the wedding. Yes, we are exactly one month from uh, from my wedding, and I actually just fired off a text to um, the bachelor party group for, which is next weekend, not this coming weekend, but the following, um, trying to book some tea time. So I'm trying to gauge interest, see who's playing, who's not going to play. I'm going to see who's playing 18, who's playing 36. We're going to see what's go- what's going on. Um, but excited about that, playing a little Florida golf. I've never played golf. In, or That's not true. I have played golf in Florida, but not since I was like a kid. Oh, yeah. Florida golf's great. A lot of water. Yeah, that's going to be bad. Like, there's going to need to be a lot of balls and bags for sure. Hopefully, people have enough balls. Yeah, don't be don't be giving away the, the not local. not everybody in the group is is much of a serious golfer. They're not bringing their own clubs. I can I can tell. Yeah, I I'm sure some will. Um, I think maybe like a couple a couple guys will not bring their own clubs and, and rent, but I think maybe half to a little bit more than half of the guys will bring their own clubs. Um, but no, I'm excited. Gonna try to play 36 in one day, which would be which would be nice, but we'll see how uh how everybody's feeling early in the morning um for that first round. I get it. Uh yeah. Did you play you played this weekend, right? Oh men's sure club did. event? Sure did. Men's club event, third one Amazing. of the year. I uh guess who I played golf with this weekend? Uh, the Pats. Wrong. Um, I don't know. Tell me more. A former guest of Life in the Rough, Matthew DaCosta. Oh, let's go. And yeah. also former member of our uh, fantasy golf league. He had to. He had a former to dominant out. member. Yeah. I mean, he he, he crushed it uh, in year two, but he had to bail out for his own uh, reasons. But glad to hear that. How did it go? Um, It went it went pretty well. I'll um, here. I can run through the round a bit for you. So him and I ended up playing at Centennial. Oh, um, fancy down guys. in New York. I played there with Jack last year. I've definitely told you about the course. It's oh, yeah. a it's a pretty difficult course. Um, they have three nines. We played lakes and fairways. Lakes, a lot of elevation change on the lakes nine, Brian. I will tell you that much right now. There has been a lot of elevation change on the lakes nine. Fairways is a little bit flatter, but um, let me get the old uh the old scorecard pulled out over here. 
Uh, we did not play the tips. We played from the blues. I think the blues are about 63, 6,400. If I remember correctly, um, I was not hitting the, like I wasn't playing well, but I somehow managed to have like an okay, an okay score. Um, first hole par five bogey, second hole, double bogey, not feeling good. Third hole, uh, 170 yard par three. I throw it right over the flag to like 15 feet, pour that one in for bird. So yeah, I'm feeling better. Back like, I'm back on track. Then I bogey four. So I'm like, what the fuck? Can figure, figure your life out. New track. Um, par, par, bogey, par, bogey. Turn at 41. So not feeling great. Not feeling terrible. Um, that birdie really helped me. I, I was saying to Matt, like, I don't really have my stuff today. I have a birdie on the card. I feel good about that. The oh, yeah. greens here are super tough. Um, a, they're really fast, but B, they have a ton of um, like shelves, uh, undulation to them, whatever. The second hole, I the pin is like on this back shelf and I'm all the way on the front and it's like w- yep. a long way to get up there. I hit my putt and it doesn't quite crest the top of the hill, rolls all the way back to me if not past me i had that happen to me three separate times that day oh yeah um not like be mainly because i was putting poorly but also because obviously like the greens themselves were like a lot of like shit like that and like pretty difficult yeah um it was always just like these long putts that like i had to hit it flat most of the time and then at the very end of it you have to like get it right up on top just so it gets there right. and then you also have to keep it from running off the green because they're quick a lot of multi-tier um, so, greens huh yeah it was just it was tough but um yeah 41 on the front make a turn uh par bogey bogey then i get another bird Ooh, um, two in one round look at you yeah shorter par off. four three wood throw up me and me and matt were doing like closest to the pins for whatever reason matt and i like the entire day, we just kept hitting, like playing the same golf hole. Like I said, like our drives would be within like 10 yards of each other or like our approach shots would be like both like in the same spot on the green or the same distance from the hole. It was, it was kind of weird. Um, but we were playing like closest to the pin a lot when we were in the same spot in, uh, in the fairway. I throw a dart to like six feet, pour it in for bird. It was pretty sweet. I then get back on the bogey train with train with three straight 14, 15, 16, all bogeys. I then par 17 and double bogey 18 for a 43. Um, ended up shooting an 84, which like all things considered, uh, I didn't find to be that terrible. I could not keep my driver on the planet, like huge slices with my driver, which is just not, not my typical miss. You know me, yeah. I'm usually like a duck hook if I'm fucking up my driver. Oh, so yeah. that's going to be something Blowing that I have to work on. But it was nice to get out. It was good to see my boy Moose, Matt DaCosta, and uh, how did, yeah, had fun out there. How did how did Matt shoot? And and I'm curious, what is his handicap as well? Or I yeah, guess. so Matt, I think is a 12. He shot. I want to say he shot an 86 or an 87, if I remember correctly. So we had pretty similar rounds. Um, he and with his he strokes, pounds he the probably, ball. He hits he, the ball really far. Um, he's like. I don't know how tall he is, probably six four. Like he's 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 a tall kid. So like when he gets a hold of one, like he can hit it a really long way. Um, but he was hitting a lot of um really nice approach shots and his his short game is really good. He had a lot, a lot of nice chips. He chipped in for birdie on a par three. He's a strong putter. Um, he's a good player. Um 87. I want to say it was 87, if I remember correctly. I'm looking at like my gin scorecard, not like the actual scorecard itself. Yeah, no, I hear you. 
but what I'm I'm coming to find this year, Brian, is I've been extremely busy at work, and obviously we have like the wedding coming up, bachelor bachelorette joint trip kind of thing coming up. I have like way less time to be playing golf this year. I've been finding, <laughs> and it's it's tough, man. Like last year, like I would be like. I'd be chipping and putting like two day, two, three days a week. I'd be going to the range a couple of days a week playing like at least every Saturday, Sunday, maybe walking nine. Like it's not happening for the kid, man. Like I'm, I'm, I got one round in last weekend, one round in the week before it's hard out here for a pip. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's only going to get harder. I mean, luck. I know. I mean, well, I, I feel like say, you, <laughs> well, no, well, see, and listen, it, it happens. And I mean, I'm yeah. to the point where I'm not playing this weekend. It being Mother's Day. We've got some stuff going on. We got a little children's birthday. Oh, actually, I might be able to play Saturday afternoon, but we got a kid's birthday party Saturday morning. And obviously, mon- Mother's Day, Sunday afternoon. Next weekend, we're away. I might not golf for two weeks if I don't play Sunday or Saturday. But um, for you, like, I, you know, you, you at least have the with julia's job that you can know that you'll have a little bit of freedom you know um that definitely gives you an advantage but no man the real world is real and i know that like you thought the real world was like when you graduate college and you get a new job and you're raped by robert half and you're told to dial a hundred times by lunch no we thought it was no the real world is when you have to sacrifice golf for life like that's the real world you can just say what you want to say brian you need to sacrifice happiness for life yes happiness yeah. is what we really call happiness it. Is um, what we're sacrificing no it, it, it's wild um and then you like appreciate when you can golf so much you're like, oh my god i'm so grateful and it's like what the fuck yeah no it's, yeah. it's backwards so, but i will have you'll have plenty of time you will yeah i was actually thinking about it the other day i so with my not in my new job anymore my job I don't start work until nine. So I need to start getting out like before work. I need to either go into the range, just chipping and putting. I could be, I could probably even walk nine. It's definitely some nine. Definitely. I, so I've been thinking the same to, to play nine, not 18, 18. I'm going to feel like I have to rush and then. Right. It, it's just not the same, but no, I definitely think nine is the way to play. And additionally, let's be clear, just because you're getting married, your life doesn't end. Your life does end oh, until you yeah. have kids. And I'm not saying it ends, but it's just your availability really gets crushed down. You are going to be fine for a while, my friend. That handicap is going to continue to go lower. But I get what oh, you it's mean. Going up. You've got a lot going on right now. Um, there's a lot of plans coming out. You got a lot of big events coming up. So you have a lot of things that are prepping for them. Let me tell you, six months from now, it'll be November. So you probably won't be golfing that much. Um, but you'll look back on it and probably be like, you know, my, I was pretty dialed in in August, September, July. Those months were super out of order, but you're going to know that you were dialed in. So have no fear. Your game is still here. That wasn't supposed to rhyme, but keep it clear. Truly. Hmm. Thanks. Thanks, Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Brian. So tell me about yourself. You played some G this weekend. Oh, sure did. Sure did. Um, had a 6.50 tea time, actually, over at Black Ledge. 6.50 in the morning. Felt Good for you. I love yeah. those tea times, man. Man, it felt it felt great. You know what didn't feel great? When my alarm went off. Granted, I live pretty close to the course, 
So my alarm for 6.50 was 6 o'clock. Um, wake up, brush my teeth, get dressed, roll out of, like, get out of the house. Like, I don't. Was don't it a late night the night before? Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh. Late night the night before. I mean, yeah, Charlotte was up a little bit in the night. But no, Courtney and I were easily in bed by, like, 9.30, 9.45, 10 o'clock. Um, Do you have a hard time falling asleep when you know you're playing golf in the morning? Never. Um, well, no, I shouldn't, I don't ever have a, a hard time falling asleep because I just, I have no issue ever falling asleep. I'll, I'll yeah. listen to a podcast. I'll listen to an audio book and I, yeah. I, Courtney hates it. I'm out and like, I, 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 I'm golden there. Do I think about golf? Oh yeah. All the time. I'm just, I'm like, what am I going to do on this hole? Like I can't leave it yeah. there where I left it last time. There's a lot that goes in my head. Most of that Kev, to be honest, comes before you and I play matches because I was going to say it's situational for me. Yeah. I get, I get real psyched up about it. And um, you know, I mean, so what if I have to sleep in my car uh, at the golf course to get a read on the greens four hours before you arrive? Uh, It's like, it's normal. Everyone does it. It's no big deal. Um, But yeah. So woke up about uh, six o'clock. I was like, you know what? I've, I've, Charlotte was a little bit crabby that night. So I was like, you know yeah. what? I could I could easily rest my ass for five minutes. I was like, no, you can't, Brian. If I, I I did shut him, I shut him. And I was like, if you don't open these fucking eyes right now, you asshole, Courtney's gonna wake you up in two hours and say, Weren't you supposed to golf this morning? And you're gonna oh. feel like a big bag of dicks when you're doing lawn work. So yeah. I got my ass out of bed, got dressed, brushed my units, let Piper out, gave her some food. Headed on out after walking back in the house for like 10 different things. My golf watch, my, like, yeah, it, yeah, obviously it never ends, but show up to the course and actually didn't get to tee off till seven o'clock. A little late. The guys in front of us, they, they went off only as a twosome. We were a threesome. Um, oh, it was that's in- the best case scenario in the morning too, because that year is playing quick. Well, so yeah, they were it and we still played in under four hours. Which was, it was wild because we were still waiting a good amount, but we just kept having a conversation as like, listen, we're, it, it's waiting on approach shots, not waiting on tee shots. Um, yeah. Which is fine. That shit happens. Um, yeah. but no, it, it was a great time. Um, went out, uh, not that great. Well, I, so Kev, my issue is that I, I don't hit the ball very good consistently in the area that I want to hit the ball consistently. Well, that would tell you, Brian. That just sums up golf. I mean, (laughs) not, not that great. Yeah. So I I went eight over on the front, but that was with a triple and a double. Okay. So I didn't feel like I was playing that bad. It was just on the whole, when I got a triple, it was just, circumstance i put my second shot in the bunker i was yeah. like my back foot was out of the outside of the bunker trying to i was at the back of the bunker trying to advance over this bunker and another bunker to try to reach a green i scolded the fuck over like it was just yeah it was a lot of circumstance but for the most part other than that yeah i mean a triple and a double in the rest bogeys um on the front or on bogeys and pars i shot a 44 on the front but where i was really impressed with myself is I only had 14 putts. Oh, on the front. On the front. 
on on 18 holes that would be unbelievably that's impressive great. And you, well that's well that's why i was like, like Brian, wait a second you, yeah. you just kept putting it backwards to chip in didn't you um, um that is exceptional yeah so were you missing greens and like chipping it or were you like hitting greens and regulation so it was a little bit of both so okay. i had one two three i had four one putts on the front nine and two of them were one up oh, sorry three of them were one putt pars got it okay so i i but you know me like that is that is my wedge game if i if i miss yeah. a green on my green regulation shot there's a good chance i can i can go up and down from there so yeah. it was frustrating on the holes where i found myself in trouble where i'm like punching out and not able to do that like i feel good about where my game is right now but so had four one putts a total of 14 putts on the front nine um and on the back nine actually did the same thing 14 putts i finished with 28 putts uh i shot a 41 five over on the back nine okay um with four pars um but same sort of thing like uh 10th hole uh par with a, par with a one putt second hole bogey with a one putt uh two putt two putt two putt two putt one putt one putt two putt i it was <clears throat> it and you know me kev for the most part yeah my two putts it's like a 8 to 12 inch tap in I, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like brag about. No, it no, I know you're, I, and you're I, a good I need to make that up because my, the distance on my drive isn't there. Um, and maybe my, my iron play strokes gain iron play isn't there either. But my around the green play, I think I gain a fuck ton of strokes. Um, fuck yeah. and and any birds on the card? No birds on the card. Had a, had a, had oh. opportunities, and just missed them. You probably missed him by about eight, eight inches, though. Uh, or, or less. Best three pars. We'll take those. Yeah. No, I mean, finished with an 85, 13 over. Um, playing to a 12. I won 32 bucks in the men's club. Nice. Not bad. How's the men's club been treating you? Did you play with the boys or who did you play yep. with? Yep. Played with Dan and Mike. Um, nice. And they both played well, but I don't think anybody else went in the money. Fuckers. Yeah, it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dan being single digits, a handicap. He was, I think, like five over after the first two. He he just had a rough okay. start on a couple holes. You guys are flighted, obviously, too, right? Yeah, Dan's the first flight, dude. I think as a, I think as a twelve handicap, I think I'm C flight. Yeah. Like how demoralizing! I need to fucking pump up those numbers, dude. When um, I was a member at Farmington, I. I was usually somewhere between like a 12 and a 15 and I would be like in the fifth flight. Mm. There was like some players there. It was wild. Um, But so. Yeah, Dan, I mean, he didn't, he didn't play bad. He's still shot in the, in the low eighties, but not for his handicap yeah. um, on the 16th hole par three, like a buck 95. Okay. I duffed, duffed my shot. I probably left it like, 50 yards short of the hole. 
Um, okay. What what um is it Anderson or Gilead or play Anderson? I apologize for not clarifying. Yeah, I still haven't played Gilead yet this year. Um, I'm just I, trying I, to picture the par three. Oh, I know, I know. It's I a, know a downhill, um, long par three. Woods are on the the right. Left is kind of just another hole. Um, yeah, yeah. I know and exactly. uh, yeah, just chunked the ground, left the ball about like 50 yards short, chipped it to about six inches. Like no oh, shit. Oh yeah. Just I mean, just and that's what I I felt like I kept doing all day. Just whenever I was off, I would chip it to within two feet. Um, yeah. and then Mike, our buddy, we we're playing with. He, I, I mean, first of all, great guy. Showed up to the course with breakfast sandwiches for the whole crew. I mean, you can't. <clears throat> I I failed to mention I had to pick up Matt DaCosta from the train station. I picked that boy up with a breakfast sandwich in hand and a big bottle of water for the kid. Wow. So what me and guy. see, first of all, your boy Kev, Kev didn't even mention it. He wasn't even looking for recognition. He just once it got brought up, he was like, you know what? I I will bring it up because you know sometimes maybe the, you're the, the asshole, Brian. Maybe maybe it is me. Um, yeah. So, anyways, he picked up sandwiches for the boys. Honestly, it was like a three-hour breakfast sandwich, Kev. Like every like three holes, I was able to have like four bites of this breakfast sandwich, and it never went bad. It was delicious. The fir- like, and most of the time, I don't love Dunkin's breakfast sandwiches. This one, oh, it was a Dunkies out of Columbia. So I, I don't know. Maybe they're doing better things out of Columbia, Connecticut. But anyways, a little bit more TLC in Columbia, yeah. Definitely, probably a lot more loyalty with the co with the workers there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike had a tough time with this hole though. Um, okay. So, uh, where, oh, geez, I don't even really know how to get into it. I'm just going to go for it. So he hits a tee shot, goes a little left, hits it, not really on the green, gets it onto the green, puts it a little short of the the flag. Then we get to the flag. We're putting for like, maybe bogey at this point. Yeah. People are already on the tee box behind us they've been on the yeah. box all day these people behind us are playing fast as fuck and we're not yeah. playing slow we clearly played in less than four hours we're not playing slow well you're uh, also so- waiting on people too so like Jesus Christ, charlotte's running around the house it's 8 20 and this is great um okay um he's got like a three foot putt me and dan are already in i parred dan parred Okay. And he puts it like two feet past the hole. Okay. And then he puts it again, like two feet past the hole. And then Dan's like, hey, man, just like don't putt it as hard. And Mike's like, I can't. And then he puts it again, like three feet past the hole. And then he puts it like four feet past the hole. And then Kev, it went back and forth. I we we were all trying to count. It finally went in. Um, we kept we we were trying to count how many times it, it, it he putted the ball. Yeah, and I said, guys, we just have to get off the green and we have to count later. Like we need to count over on the tee box. We can't do it here. But yeah. what I came up to is that it was a ten. Um, he went one, two, three, four, five. And then tap in for six. He put it. And you were in an event. So he had to like obviously hold. Absolutely. Right. That's what made it so frustrating. Like the the second one, he missed by like half an inch. 
and it rolled like eight inches away and he just tapped it and then it just rolled right by like it was but at this point like you've seen people do it like you lose feeling you lose like direction you like you're not you also just like lose your your give a shit kit well right you're like fuck it dan when he was only on like putt three or four when he was about to four putt dan was like hey man just don't putt it as hard and he was like i just can't do that and he just smashes it right past the hole again yeah for the last three putts my hands were on my head i was oh my god i was just imagining what the people on the tee box were thinking like watching this take because you can totally see it too um so i'm so happy you just told me this story because i forgot to mention when when matt and i we got paired up with a single our boy Rahul and Rahul Rahul any single time. I think I told you about like the ladies I got paired up with last year that like if they putted and like their ball, like hit like the lip of the cup, they would count it as like, if they touched the hole, they would count it as like hold kind of thing just for like pace of play purposes. So Rahul was not doing this, but every single time he had like a three to six foot putt. It was good. No, 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 no. It would he would do what your boy did. He sent it like five feet past the hole. I'm like, dude, you're not oh, even no. giving it a chance to go into the hole. Oh, like, no. even if you hit it dead on, it's gonna bounce right over that thing. Just like nestle it up there, like like die it at the hole, or like put it like three inches past the hole. Not like everything. I'm like, and then the like, be like, oh, that was so close. I'm like, Rahul, like my boy. Yeah, like it was close to touching the cup, but I don't know if it was close to touching the bottom of it. I mean, come on. Oh man, gotta have a little touch out there. Sorry, Mike. Gotta have a little touch out there. Um, but so came home in a 41, ended up shooting a 40 uh, in 85 with 28 putts. Okay. Gotta work um, on the ball striking then. <clears throat> Just, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Well, and the, the driver didn't put me in some great places on a couple of holes. See, but... that's, that's uncharacteristic. Listen, we just have to do better. It's still we early. Do better. We will get there. Um, but it is, no, it is we'll get more, we'll get more golf in. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to play this weekend either. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm definitely going to try to get out Saturday because I, I have no shot Sunday with Mother's Day. Um, and it is what it is. But I, I've got to do something because my golf picks are dog shit. And I need to. I was just gonna ask. Let's let's get into picks. Let's let's because my my dog my my picks. I think I went one and two if I remember correctly. You did, and I went over three. Oh, so oh, I made up ground. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, that made up ground. Kev's making up ground. He's it. He's got sixteen wins. I've got eleven wins. We need to. We need to uh, definitely. We should play somewhere real Hmm. expensive at the end of the year. We should do what? I'm, I'm just kidding. I said we should play somewhere real expensive at the end of the year. Yeah, no problem. Oak Hill, I got tickets. Yeah, you do have tickets. Oh, I wonder if... Uh, um, I, I still don't have... Response. Shit. All right, I'll just go with round one matchups. I. Yeah, same thing on my end. There's no... I don't know what DraftKings is doing, but they're not giving us lines for winners, top fives, top 20s. It's only Which matchups is... and weird parlays ridiculous because i already um this is why i did kev to i didn't pick up um michael kim okay i had the option and i was like you know what 
I'm not going to drop one of my starters for somebody who might be a flash in the pan. We'll see how it goes. Um, And I don't want to get burned by him, so I just bet him to win. Through okay. like two dollars on him, and he if he wins, he wins me like two hundred bucks. And if so, who gives a shit if I didn't grab him for a uh, a non elevated event that only pays out fifty bucks? So I, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to catch it from the uh, the high end. I might be doing it wrong, but all right, what I'm okay. trying to do. Um, all right. Do you have picks? I have picks. Um, do you want me to give you mine first? Oh yeah, I well uh, yeah that that's fine. I've got all mine as well done. Okay, um, do you want to go to and fro? To, is it throw or fro? Fro to and fro. Yeah, did you say fro? Yeah. Oh, so I'm just not listening. We are recording, so we can always listen back to confirm. But I think I said fro. I meant to say fro. Um, I'll start. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I have all of these are tournament long matchups. 1v1. Oh, I'm taking all, Matt Kuchar to beat... Okay. You have all Kuchar. round ones. I'm taking Matt Kuchar to beat KH Lee for the tourney. Love that. Hmm. Oh, am I supposed to go now? Yeah, you go. All right. Um, I'm going with Mr. Brandon Wu over uh, Bramlett round one. Uh, I saw one of the options was uh, Brandon versus Dylan Wu. I was going to say, do I take the brothers? Oh. But... I don't I, know I enough about either of them cooties. to even differentiate I wish, between the two. I wish that was an option. What? The woos versus the cooties. Oh, that would be that would be cool. I would I would smash the woos. Yeah, I don't know because one of the cooties is really good, and I feel like the woos kind eh, of trade places. Eh, you know what name, I mean? He's got a name. He's like Austin Smotherman. Like he's not Pearson. that good. Yeah, whatever. Um, my next pick, I have Adam Scott to beat Seamus Power for the tournament. Is Seamus on your team? No. Oh, I don't know why I thought you had Seamus on your team. But yeah, I have Adam Scott to beat uh, Seamus Power. Seems like a good bet to me. Oh, yeah. Adam Scott's been playing good golf. but He has been playing good golf. You know, uh, Seamus Power. Yeah, I, fuck Seamus Power. No, he wouldn't be on my squad. Uh, I got Terrell Hatton over Hideki Matsuyama round one. Now, Oh, I like that can... pick a lot. Love it. My only concern is that Matsuyama is going to withdraw and it's not even going to count. And I'm, mm. I'm gonna what's the line that. on that? Um, mine, uh, let me pull it up right now. Um, Hatton's minus 130. Yeah, I can see that. The thing is, is when Hideki is healthy, though, he's so fucking good. Oh, yeah. No, so oh, it's God. like you're either going to get it like a avoided bet or you're going <laughs> to. No, no, no! Come on, I, Hatton's Hatton's my one and done guy. I think Hatton has a, a really no. I like good Hatton. Hatton's been having a great season too. Sure, he just had a top ten, didn't he? I think so. He's tapped, man. I mean, he had a top ten. I think like number ten last week was like twelve strokes behind the winner. But yeah, we've had a couple of those lately. Um, okay, and uh, you want me to give you my last pick? Let's hear it. I have Tom Hoagie. To beat C. Bez for the tournament. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Um, My last one is Tom Kim over uh, Matt Kuchar for round one. So, 
We'll see how it goes. I wasn't getting any other matchups. This is not a disclaimer um, for, well, I mean, it kind of is a disclaimer. You know, I'm a top 20, top 40 fucking fiend. Not like I win any of those picks. So maybe it's a blessing, actually, that I'm going to be on another train and maybe we'll figure out another way to try to win some fucking picks. The thing is, overall, I've done really good gambling this year. It's just the fucking matchups that I pick here for dog shit. Yeah, you kind of ruin the public picks. Not ruined, well, but I'm sorry. Like well, you're listen, not good at that, you're that not good at picking line. your public picks. It goes in line with the public is usually wrong. That's true. Also, That's true. Kev, I make a lot of money on in live. Like you, you see yeah. how a golfer plays on Friday, you crush it, and then on Sunday he wins, or you know, things like that. Yeah. So sometimes like sometimes just like watching Thursday and then putting bets in is just like the best way to do it. Cause it use you have somewhat of a baseline and the odds are I, still good. I think Friday is the easiest day to bet on golf. Yeah. At the beginning of Friday, you're saying, or the end. Uh, I think either way. Just like anytime I, I, I feel like because the, the matchups are the same, the pairings are the same. If yeah. you watch the way they play on Thursday, you can get a good understanding of the way they're going to play on Friday. Obviously, there's going to be outliers, but you take that out of it. Like, oh, he got a triple on this hole, but he punched it in the fucking woods. Like, I, I think there's a lot more that can be gained on matchups um, for watching Thursday and Friday because they're paired. So, yeah. So when there's matchups on a Friday and say one of the guys had a good Thursday and the other guy is kind of either like above the cut line or flirting with the cut line. I always love taking the the guy with the worst score on Thursday to beat the, the low guy from Thursday. I don't hate it. Listen, and it, I don't, it just seems like there's a little bit of meta play there, but it is what it is. But I agree. I think I think Fridays are the best day too because there's still action out there. Oh, so much action. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll find out next week. We'll talk about how we both went 0-3. Um, <laughs> and maybe, no maybe one of us can get out for nine. I don't know. Golf will happen. 0-3 will not happen. You heard it here first. Yeah. And you'll hear it here again next week. I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you next week. See you. Peace. Woo!